to the Waking Up From Work podcast. My name is Dave Swillam. Let's get ready to hustle. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast. You're listening to episode 20. This is your host, Dave Swillam. I'm really pumped up to have you back today. This is going to be my second episode in a row talking to another podcaster, and we're kind of branching out a little bit and meeting up and and networking a bunch. And so today we have Karen Briscoe. She's the host of the 5-Minute Success podcast, which is a podcast that talks to different entrepreneurs and small businesses very much like mine and basically goes through what it is that they have as a successful tip for what they've done in their own lives and Karen's premise here and you'll find in the episode is we have this idea of time and and how we evaluate it or create it or even understand what the principle of it is so you know when we come into these excuses of making time creating time having time Everyone has five minutes every day that they can spend on bettering themselves and having these quick hits, these quick tips that we gather from these people is something that we can do in our daily lives for five minutes to steer the ship in the right direction, whether it's towards your business or just towards life. And we'll kind of talk about the different delineations of life where the way that you're talking about your own journey, your own hero's tale might differ based off of the circumstances and the context of your life. And that's exactly how it should be. So we had a lot of fun. We linked up on so many uh, ideas that really made a lot of sense to me. And uh, it's just been, it's going to be a good episode for you. Check it out. Awesome. So welcome, Karen, for to the Waking Up From Work podcast, episode 20. We finally made it. Uh, finally connected. Yes. Right? So... For listeners that are out there right now live on Instagram, this is Karen Briscoe. She is an author of three books now, right? Yes. Three books at this point. She is a speaker. She's a real estate agent and investor. Yes. That I didn't know. Okay, now I do. And also is the podcast host for the 5-Minute Daily Success Podcast, which is at like 150 episodes right now, which is insane. Welcome, yes, Karen. most podcasts don't, don't make it past seven. So you've already succeeded the majority of podcasts. Is that the average is seven? Well, that's when the first pod fade occurs. So there's the seven and then the 25 and then 50 and 100. And so it kind of goes up by 25 from there. So that's when the fades tend to happen. That's what they call it as pod fade. That's all the marks, huh? Yeah. Uh, I did the first 10, then I launched. So I'm, I'm still, I got to watch myself here. go right. You know, <laughs> I've still got to keep, keep up the fire, you know? <laughs> yes. Well, I interviewed Kate Erickson, who's with Entrepreneur on Fire. She's, um, Donnie Dumas's partner. They're at 2,200. They, so they're like, oh my God, they're, yeah, they are monsters. Yeah. It's <laughs> unbelievable. They were like podcasting before podcasting was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So for those of you that have paying attention to the other episodes we've been at, Karen actually found me through Pete Marston, which is on episode, yikes, I'm going to botch it, 16 or 17, and uh, still connecting out from that circle with Jesse and, and George. And it's, it's been really crazy to branch out of that circle and meet people in, you're in Virginia, aren't you? Um, like, yes, I am. Northern Virginia, outside of Washington, D.C. Perfect. My creeping served me well. You know, so in Virginia, but then it's like, this is my last episode was with another podcaster. This is my second episode ever with another podcaster. All of it has been people that were, were local to me. I was actually did a lot of them in person. So it's exciting getting connected with other podcasters too. It's quite a tribe. And I met Pete and Jesse through the Hal Elrod Quantum League Mastermind Best Year of a Blueprint community. And so then I love the name of your podcast, Wake Up from Waking Up from Work, because I think that is a really, when you consider what it means to wake up from work, 
That is right. something that I was like a topic. I was like, I got to talk to this guy. That's awesome. And you know, and like, we've started to talk about it quite a bit because I felt like I had to give people context in case they were seeing like little snippets online and not seeing the full picture from what I was saying on it. And waking up from work isn't about like, if you love your job, then that's awesome. Go do that every day. Waking up from work is just like the concept of loving what you do every day. And I was just at a point where I was not loving what I did for work every day. And uh, this has just been kind of the process through like connecting with other people who are in the same same stride basically to not only kind of support each other and just be like, hey, it's okay to not be where you want to be at, but also pull in like you do daily success where you're pulling all these traits for all these intelligent people. And you're getting stuff from all these people to help yourself and and help others too. And so that that's definitely that's awesome that you you're you're digging it. Well, you know, for some people there's this it is a tension, if you will. Like they're like, well, but if I don't love what I'm doing right now, then you know, how could I figure out what it is I want to do? There's all these things going on at the same time. And so I Hal Elrod, who is wrote Miracle Morning and and leads this community that I was telling you about that I know. Huge fan. Okay, you're a huge fan. So one of his affirmations that really resonates with me is to love the life you have while you create the life of your dreams. Because being goal-oriented and vision-oriented, sometimes you were like, oh yeah, I'm going to love my life in the future. And he's like, yeah, you can love your life you have right now. Right. (laughs) And create the life of your dreams. I expanded it to say co-create the life of my dreams because I want to do it in community with my husband and you know other people that are I'm in business with and then I'm in relationship with and so it's not Karen's vision it's this co-creating this vision of the life of my dreams and when because people that that are high achievers it's it's always about the next but it's like okay but when do you stop and enjoy the life you have very about it and, and Ryan and I just talked on the last episode. Ryan's my co-host, actually, who is not here. For those of you who've been paying attention, and I totally didn't say anything. He wasn't here today. We couldn't make it work out for scheduling-wise. But last episode, we were just talking about how we have this thing called the Waking Up From Work podcast, where we're talking about we, you know, me wanting to be full-time audio engineer, him wanting to be full-time doing voice acting, and that pressure of like the pressure of like having a podcast about it. We had to like, like, hey, just so you guys know, we're not where we want to be at. And that's like the point of this, basically. Like, yeah, like you want to love the process of it. And if you don't love the process of it, then it might take 10 years to be what your vision is, right? And if you're not happy in the process, it's, that's a lot of time in life. I mean, it's just not long enough to not enjoy that. There's uh, this Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the self actualization pyramid that, you know, is in the 70s, I think is when it came out. But anyhow, the idea is that you're supposed to work your way up the pyramid. You're supposed to take care of your basic needs first, your your safety needs, your physical needs, your relationship needs, your work needs. And then you work on self-actualization. And I've come to see that flipping the pyramid and starting with self-actualization, when you're doing meaningful work, when you're in your flow or zone of genius, I call it all sorts of different things. But when you're doing that, you're actually going to be more productive. You talk about success principles. The people who are living the life they love while they create the life of their dreams, they're the ones that are going to be achieving at the highest levels, whatever that is. And the cool thing about that is, is it really is, it could be what you create it to be. It's not a self-determined trajectory, if you will. And I don't know how familiar you are with the hero's journey. And the heroine's journey no, and the not call yet. to adventure. So it's it's classic literature from fables and and myths, mythology, and really a lot of our movies are based on the hero's journey, like Star Wars, Harry Potter. You know, there's villains <laughs> that they go okay. on a quest, right? And the the female most common heroine's journey is the Wizard of Oz. So there's Along the way, there's friends, right? You meet friends along the way. You also meet people that are in, in challenges and struggles. And, and so you overcome those, right? And as you go through this journey, then you come back bearing gifts. Well, 
the, the hero's journey or the heroine's journey is actually circular. It's not designed to be a one and done. It's you come back bearing gifts and it's just like the knights of the round table. You go out on another quest. <laughs> That's right. Right. You're going to meet more friends. You're going to meet more antagonists. You're going to come back bearing more gifts, hopefully. Right. And, and, and uh, going on to the next 10 years or next leg of whatever it is that you're trying to do. And all the context of everything else keeps blending in with how that looks like for you on the landscape. So when you look at, at life like that, and not at this linear or this climbing pyramid thing, and when you arrive, you've arrived and you know. When you look at it as, oh my gosh, this is, this is a journey and I'm going to go out again. <laughs> it's not like I'm done. And it, it really is... Um, in a lot of ways, it also is freeing because I think people get caught up on if they don't have the perfect job or perfect podcast or perfect book or whatever it is they're producing. The, the other thing that comes out of this is this almost reiteration kind of thing, right? Like you look, you look at failure or you look at struggles as opportunities to learn, grow, or become better than before. That's actually a, a hallow rod quote too. I love it. Well, so before we, because like Karen, we're cl clearly like jiving on the, on the same stuff here before we like, I'll just go with you, you know, do you want to kind of give some of my listeners who haven't gotten a chance to meet you the story of like, like, how did you end up where you're at today? How did, how did Karen Briscoe become who you are with, with this journey that you've had so far? Oh, it's my journey. So Actually, I, I took quite a few years to stay home and raise my children. And when I reentered the workforce, it was in real estate because I had done commercial real estate. And in the beginning, was mostly doing it part-time, but I met with success pretty fast. And that led to me becoming partners with one of the top realtors, actually in the nation at the time she was number 10. Awesome. So that was all great, except for... So 2008, I don't know if you remember the real estate market, but... I was young, yeah, but, I, but I, I know I've been, I mean, you know, Pete, like I've been definitely reading up and, and, and listening to podcasts on real estate and I, I've heard quite a few stories of it. Well, there was a crash along with the financial market crash. And so that was an opportunity, right? To learn, grow, become better than before. And so rebuilt the company added my current business partner, had her join my team, Lizzie Conroy, for a decade now. And over that time period, have risen now back up to high levels of success, named by the Wall Street Journal, top realtor team list, and that type of thing. Dang. What happens when you achieve high level success, and particularly after challenging times, people want to know how you do it, right? So that led to speaking and coaching and training. And then that led to writing the book. So real estate success in five minutes a day is designed to, for real estate agents, but really what I found is it applies to a lot of other professions, sales, entrepreneurs. Absolutely. The basic principles are the basic principles. When you, you ask me, well, what are the principles of success? I'm like, yeah, a lot of these are just really universal. Totally. Principles. So the book came out and I found that I was being asked to be on a lot of podcasts and, and that I saw the correlation of book sales and, and being on podcasts. And I'm like, hmm, there's something to this. <laughs> These things go together. Yeah. <laughs> it's so I was like, well, if I had a podcast, then I could have interesting guests and I could, you know, increase the ratio of book sales. And so that's what led to the five minute success podcast. So it's coming up on its uh, second birthday, as you said, past 170 episodes, uh, 75,000 downloads. It was Holy over, smokes. Yeah, we're casting. I was, I was cheering. I was like, I've got 1,100 downloads. Oh my God. But that's, that's crazy growth, Karen. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really phenomenal. And the conversations I've had, the people I've met, and the amazing thing is with these conversations is that really, truly, these principles of success, they, you see them in all sorts of professions, all sorts of fields. And so that really resonates with the fact that I, I think I'm, I don't want to say I discovered it, but I have, found that these success principles apply. Um, so that's what led to then the next book, Commit to Get Leads. And that led to doing more speaking. And I did a TEDx open mic, which led to speaking at the Best Year Ever Blueprint in December. So and cool. that, that's where the third book came out. Because Flip Time, Love Life 
what happens with a lot of people when they achieve high level success, they hit that ceiling or wall or whatever. And they're like going, is this it? Is this all there is? Is there really something more? What am I missing here? And sometimes that happens at different stages of life. The classic one is a midlife crisis, but um, I, you could see it at, at a lot of people wanting to know, you know, what's the meaning of life, that kind of thing. So the idea, that's where the, I mentioned the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah. To, to flip the time, to put meaningful work first, put the zone of genius first, put the, um, what you're talking about, waking up from work first. If, doing that first because everything else gets better. Yeah. From that. It really does. It ripples from there. Because what you're saying to me is it doesn't matter, like success is what you perceive, right? So, so even though you might have this goal and you finally got there and you're like, holy cow, I've had this goal of mine for 20 years to be the biggest, you know, realtor ever and be the biggest in this way. At the end of the day, you're still like, just like you're saying with the Maslow's hierarchy, it's just like every day you're waking up and you're searching for meaning and you're definitely serving meaning if you're bringing value to those communities and doing that, but you're also like want to prioritize what are the things that are important to just make me a happy person aside from success in terms of numbers or, um, you know, fame or gain or anything like that. It's like, where is that perfect middle ground is probably what you're talking about when you're talking about flip life and find success. Like, I think it's actually even more than priority because what I find is, is that that's kind of like this, the shell game, right? So like right now I'm going to put, you know, time on this and right now I'm going to put time on that. And that's the other thing about flipping time is the whole idea of time. Because a lot of people will say, you know, they're too busy. They don't have enough time to do what they want to do or to do meaningful things or things. And, and the idea of flipping time, because time is a, a created thing. And this is, not a new concept. Blasey said this 2,500 years ago. To say I don't have time is like saying I don't want to. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> right? You can create time as well. You can. And it is perception. So Einstein talked about time in terms of relativity. So if you put your hand on a hot stove or you're at a boring meeting or you're traveling or you're doing something you don't want to do, time just you know, stand still, right? One minute seems like hours, okay? But if you're with someone you love or you're doing something you're passionate about, time flies by, right? We talk about that. For sure. It just like, where did the time go? Because because it's the perception. And so when you you flip time, it's it's even better than making it a priority. What often happens is, is that people say they don't have enough time. And I'm like, okay, well, can, this is where the five-minute success came in. I'm like, okay, can you invest five minutes a day? Actually, limiting and restricting time can be really more impactful. Uh, this is a Parkinson's law. So this yes. is a, the principle of Park, you know, Parkinson's law. So, oh, so on board with it. So it's time expands to the amount of time you dedicate to it, right? Right. So if you say you're going to do five minutes, then five minutes can actually expand because you're doing something you want to do. So the idea is what you focus on expands. So if you focus on that, then you will have more of it. You'll start to experience the benefits of it. And as you experience the benefits of it, then you're going to, it, 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 again, it ripples. It, it creates this, this effect because the other people around you, they're going to see that you are living the life you love while you create the life you do. They see you're doing it. So then they're impacted, right? Right. And it, it's just this amazing impact. So I, I tell people it's, it's, that's why it's got to be a flip. And when people, people well, see you, change. when people see the way that you treat that time as well, I feel like the people that you come into contact and the way that they, like discuss planning with you also changes to be aware of like, all right, well, hold on. We're talking about like planning out this lunch date with Karen. Like she values her time highly. So like, let's be cognizant of that. And then like, make sure that I value that time too. Whereas if you don't portray that, and then people might always take liberties with the way that the time's used too. And it, and it, it works in the opposite way too. If you don't express that. 
It does. Other people will start to see that this is how you live your life. And then, you know, you really can't change other people. The only person you really can change is yourself. And you can't change circumstances. And again, the only thing you can really change is yourself. So the other way to look at this is, is um, and this is a quote by Wayne Dwyer, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So when the way you look at work, when you change the way you look at work, like what you're talking about, right? When you're yep. waking up to it and you're there and you're fully present and being your best self right there, right. Then, then work, the way you, that will change. And it, it, because people want other things to happen first, right? It's like, oh, well, when they change or when, you know, the market gets better or when my boss gets nicer or when the traffic is not as whatever when they always it, right it's always always right? there's always there it's always going to be there that's the thing this is not a new <laughs> this isn't none of the <laughs> thing, right we didn't, we didn't. It, it, so the only thing you really can change is yourself and when you realize that when i realized that i was like oh my gosh well first of all what did i wait so long for but at, the same, but at the same time and yet <laughs> um it's kind of like, okay, improv. You know, you accept what you've been given, and then you go with it, right? You don't negate it. You don't but and you don't butt it. You end it. Yeah, it's it's not helpful. It's not worth it. Yeah, and it's all part of the creation of it. Right? It really is because that's the other great hello rod quote I love is that everything happens for a reason, and I get to choose the reason. <laughs> <laughs> And when you choose a reason, again, then you're changing the way you're looking at it. And as you change the way you look at it, you actually are creating a new future at the same time. I love that. So much stuff to chew on when, when you're spitting these quotes at me, Karen. You're you're blitzing me here. It's a little, it's a little <laughs> bit for you know a Tuesday night, seven o'clock. At the same time, though, this is why it it needs to be a paradigm shift. Right, I agree. Really, yeah. it's it's just like you you just like put on you know Clark Kent's glasses or something right it it really has to be a complete shift and not at a flip and not just oh you know I'm going to prioritize I because I find that you're just the that you're going to have more of the same if you just keep doing what what the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result 100 percent this this is I feel like that's more normal I feel like that's more taught at least is is just just do this thing and you're you can do whatever you want it's tough for sure so any of my listeners if you haven't heard karen's podcast yet you should definitely check it out i've I've been kind of like um like attacking it now to have been starting to get you on the uh, and i knew you were going to be on i was like oh my god i need to start Angels. getting this in you know yeah. <laughs> and um i don't think that there's any episodes that i've heard that haven't had some great tips for me and just like you're saying in terms of like real estate versus any other thing that you're doing, I don't, I don't think I've heard a single one of them that, that isn't something that's good to hear and then dilute into, the, into your own water of, of how it fits for you, basically. What are some of like the main things, like for my listeners who haven't heard your podcast yet, you've done 158 plus episodes at this point with some successful people all giving a quick tip for someone to do on their, on their daily, you know, schedule what are some of the ones that you might have come in contact with the most potently between the uh, the group of them or the ones that have been most impactful like what are some tips that you have for like a general gauge or distribution of success based off of all of the guests that you've you've had well so the podcast has uh, these core fundamentals that we I talk about with each guest so i'll just run through those real quick so the first one is commit to get leads so every business entrepreneur has to do some sort of lead generation, prospecting, business development. I mean, even podcasters, right? We have to get that's called leads, and we have to get listeners, and that's called leads, right? Yes. So those are that's a key fundamental, really, because without that, there is nothing to do, and it's really key in sales and in entrepreneurship. It can also be ideas, it can be opportunities, lead generation. If you expand your your perception of it, is really big then the next component is consult to sell so you have a lead 
right? You have an idea, you have a prospect, you have, you have to do something with it, right? So if you're a podcast host, you have to host podcasts, right? And then you have to produce them and then you put them up in whatever format you're going to use. And you being an audio, you understand there's a lot of process to that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, actually getting production done. What often happens is salespeople, entrepreneurs, uh, people, idea creator, creators, they, they get a leader, they get an idea and they get it through, but then they like wake up and do it all over again. And they're like, that can really become a roller coaster, right? Or, or a hamster wheel. It's just like, oh my gosh, I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. Right. <laughs> right. And sure. so we're creatures point, of habit. People are, are built in for routine. And, and if you don't do something to disrupt it, it's, it's not good. But not only that, but you're only as good as your next one when that's all you're doing. Right. Right. And, and so the idea is to connect, to build and grow, to actually f- create sustainable, scalable systems, leverage. There's lots of aspects to connecting to building and growing, but to go beyond because those that, you know, we, we talked about Johnny Dumas and entrepreneurs on fire. Who's at 2200 episodes. I mean, They have their systems in place. They leverage everything they do in order to create the most value and impact and also create a life at the same time, right? So they're not a slave to their business, which a lot of small business entrepreneurs become slaves to their business. Got it. Constantly working in it and not working on it. Easy to do. And then all of that's wrapped up with what I call success, thinking, activities, and vision because mindset, motivation is. To, to really to carry on, right? I mean, there are going to be challenges on this call to adventure of entrepreneurship or whatever it is, is your, your work, right? life. Uh, there's going to be challenges. So what's going to get you through those dips? What's going to get you through those challenging times on your, your, your heroine's journey, your call to adventure? So everybody has some way of, that have, to achieve a high level success, they have this way they think about success, they have a vision of success, but then they have the activities that actually they do Drive it. That. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they don't just think about it and they don't just, you know, create this pretty picture out there what the future looks like. They actually do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, all of those steps are basically pivotal. And, and if you stay separated, like you can have an entrepreneur who has these remarkable ideas, but if there's no action, then they don't happen, right? And if there's no, like you're saying, like leads, if there's no, if there's no people, if there's no market for your idea or there's no people to act on it basically with you or, or for you, then there's no, there's no reason to have the idea. And then if you don't enjoy your idea and enjoy your leads and your process, then there's no purpose in doing any of it. And if you can't sustain what you enjoy, then there's also no reason for it. So it's like everything I'm hearing for for your points of it, it's like they go to they go together like completely perfect. You can't just have one of those locked down and, and not have the others. Actually, in the book, it's a Venn diagram, so there are they are all connected because there is a lot of overlap, right, in the the process of of going through all those. And you know, some of the most amazing guests, you are are profound guests, the ones that I. Uh, remember the most. Um, so Gay Hendricks, he wrote The Zone of Genius and he's he's kind of famous. You know, he's been in the, a lot of movies like The Secret and and The Hero's Journey with jo- Joseph Campbell. Cool. And it was very impactful to have him on because it was the day that his next book came out, The Joy of Genius. So because he's been talking about a lot of these ideas for, for decades. So that was like, having a, one of my you know, mentors, people I've looked up to uh, through the years. And then um, Jamie Masters, she's like a podcasting grandmother. They call her that actually, even though she's a young woman. <laughs> <laughs> she's been one of, the, she was one of the first women podcasters. And so she, was, she, was a, she has a podcast called Eventual Millionaire. And she has similar conversations in that she talks to people that, about how they have achieved high-level success. and and what those principles are. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I guess like with some of the things that you've done, where, you know, what are some of the ways that you've seen your process 
because you've you've written on it, read on it, speaked on it. What are some of the ways that you're incorporating that process into your daily activities or maybe even your life process? Because I know that you were saying like kind of like in the creation of it and then taking a step back too and being like, all right, how do we reassess this? Well, how do you find that? Do you do it? Do you find that you're using these steps like everything's interleaved? Like you're probably doing things daily, monthly, yearly to be able to address some of these steps. You know, the heroine's journey is, is, is live. I found that the, one of the next, and I, layers is not maybe the right word for it, but the next components of a heroine's journey is the creative component. So the, creating new content, ideas, concepts is really one of the next levels. And another next level, and I don't know, they're not necessarily in order, but it's just a huge one is contribution. And you'll see this when people want to give back, like, you know, you're making a contribution here, right? Podcasting is a huge contribution. I mean, you're making a lot of, you're taking your time, your skills of in the audio world of creating this, finding guests, sharing content that's valuable. So contribution is another layer. And I'm not going to, in my dirty, if you will, I, I don't, I don't think I'm again done. I think these things are ongoing. You come, I come back with gifts. I, every guest I talk to, every podcast host I am interviewed by or had a conversation with, I come back with gifts and I go, oh, wow, that's kind of a new way of looking at it, right? Back to change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. And so then it's a new, that's the thing that's so amazing about this journey is because it's not a one and done. It's a, when you look at it that way, every day, it could be this creation that you make of, of what you see as your future. You can create it as you, as you live it. That's crazy. I know. Yeah, it's, I, it's super true, right? But I woo-woo-y for Tuesday night, the day after Memorial Day. For what's that? I said it's a little woo-woo-y for, <laughs> for a Tuesday night. But <laughs> I'm, a woo, I'm a woo-woo type of guy. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty down to earth. I'm a math major. I, the numbers got to work. But if you, if you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at negotiations. Uh, but <laughs> this whole creative side, this is new for me, really. Now you're, you hang out with creative people all the time, so you may be going, "Wow, okay." I've been, I've known that all along. I just started figuring some of this out. Well, you know what's interesting, Karen, is it's like two sides like coming to the same spot because. I grew up as a creative and, and obviously being like, like to get into audio, it's because I was a musician and I was like, I want to do something supporting music and artists for my living. And I want to do it every day. And, um, like starting as a creative, you figure out how to create songs or create a show, create bands, create, you know, music production. There's a lot of like, there is a lot of technicalities to it, but ultimately it's still very much creative too. But then it's like you're a lot of people in my community and um, trying to have discussions and, and things that they're looking for too is that business side and that infrastructure side that you're kind of talking to as coming from a math background. I feel like creatives are always striving to get to that business or structure or way of conduct to set the framework side of life that that has to be there too like to be in a successful band it needs to run like a business and to be to to be able to make your living off of music all the marketing distribution promotions like it really all of it you need to get to that business and structured side too to survive Whereas like what you're saying is like, if you start out math way, then you also need to get to that creative side. I feel like, because you can't just, there are some things in life. You can't just do the math of like how it should work or how it could work or if it will work. And there's some magic that has to happen too. And there's some just like, you got to believe it and it's going to happen stuff that that's in the mix too, that you need like to have that creative side as well. So I feel like both, both brains are, are yeah. searching for the same the same means which is like a some type of magical middle ground in there and then the contribution because when you 
get to the point where you're you're giving back that has its it also has its benefits as well right you an activity the the people you meet the places you go the things you do because of contribution it it enhances all of it or amplifies it all it actually is it's, it's a very abundant way to live too rather than a scarcity lack like okay i've got i've got to keep all my business to myself or i got to keep all my creative yep. to myself or i got to keep all this to myself thinking that that's going to end up with more it actually is the other way around it's like the more you you contribute you give and the relationships you make the people you, you can connect with and do business with is it's expansive yeah i mean it's like i listen to i don't know do you listen to any of gary vaynerchuk stuff yes absolutely gary v i mm-hmm. love i love when he talks about building like a city of honey or he talks about like it's not it doesn't make sense to try to build the biggest city by essentially knocking down the smaller buildings and that's how you have the biggest building is because all the rest are gone that will never be as sustainable as building a city of honey basically help having people create this for and with you to to be a part of it um i'm super on board with that like uh, the moment you give you get and that's where i again i think that a lot of these are paradigm shifts because i think that you know in the business world or in a lot of people are taught you know doggy dog achieve all of this and um and this is the other it's it's just really a flipping of the way you look at it so karen like real quick i'd like to ask cuz i know that we're gone through some time yes. here um, <laughs> we- but i would i would like to ask real quick for some of my audience like maybe some people that they don't feel like they've made that shift or like when i talk about waking up from work i'm i'm talking to also to people who are in their car right now walking their dog right now or working out and they're like i hate what i do but they're but they something might be stopping them from that shift is there something with 5 minute 5 minutes of success that they should be thinking about daily that maybe that 5 minutes this is what can jog me to 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 move that to 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 get that lead to take that action what would you recommend to some people that they're not where they want to be at and they're not really planned out how it is that they're going to do something right now what what's something 5 minutes a day that they can essentially think of or anything you recommend in that way anything that's going to be meaningful for you i it's hard for me to tell you all the things some some people it's going to be creative endeavors like writing or music or some people it's meditation some people it's exercise the idea is to start small and build up that's the point of the 5 minutes because i find sometimes people get paralyzed like i don't have enough time back to the whole time quandary i don't have enough time and i'm like okay well everybody has 5 minutes a day i'm telling you and to start small and build up as you experience the benefits of it you'll want to do more that will create this halo effect you'll also flip in terms of your the way you look at things will change so the things that you look at will change and you'll you'll it'll expand and so the the point is is to just start today and and if if I can do it you can too I love it so i always have like four questions i ask at the end and it used to be five and the reason why i cut that out is because i asked everyone basically like what it is that made them pursue their passion in a serious way i guess i'll i will ask you that i'm going to bring it back for this one what mm-hmm. what made you pursue basically maybe like you're coming back into to real estate or what is it that that made you pursue your passion in in a way that got you to where you think you are at now what changed what changed? Uh, what changed was I realized the person who was stopping me was me. Okay. <laughs> Again, back to waiting for circumstances to change, people to change, you know, things to change. And when I had this, I was in a coaching group, and when I had this epiphany, we were supposed to share what was stopping us from doing what we said we wanted to do. And I'm like, oh my God, the only one stopping me is me. <laughs> I mean, really, truly. And so when that changed, for me, again, I started looking at everything else differently. So I started figuring out how I could do it instead of figuring out how I couldn't do it. I, I started that. figuring out how I couldn't create the time, make the time, however you want to look at it, to write 
this book that I've been talking about for years, people told me that I should write. Once I started, and this happens so often, but once I started, then I was authentic to myself. And because I was authentic to myself, then I wanted to do more of that. And that's just led, you know, to from there on. But the first thing was to recognize that it was it was me and I can change me. I love that. Yeah, that's the only power that's the one true really? power, right? Yeah. I, mean, I can I can write a couple pages a day, right? Yes. And that's that was so what cool. I did. I started 30 minutes every morning and I, I decided to committed to get up earlier. That's how I became um, I got to Hello, know Helen Rod and Miracle Morning. And so, and I wasn't a morning person. I had all that, you know, limiting beliefs about why I wasn't a morning person. And, I, and yet when I decided that what I wanted to do meant more to me instead of my excuses and the reasons why, when that meant more, then that was when everything started to flip. I love it. All right. So what in this process, what do you think your biggest mistake would be? Waiting waiting too long. And I will say, I recognize it faster now. That's the other benefit of going through the heroine's journey a few times is I'm starting to see what happens when I hit obstacles or roadblocks that resistance, you know, what you resist persists. So I see the resistance quicker. I can... I've got the tools and resources to, to overcome or to power through the dips, whatever you want to call it. And so it, it, it happens faster and it's actually easier now. And that's the other thing I will share because in the beginning, I, I get it that the resistance is very strong because right. whatever it is stopping you, it's been there a while. And I, I get it, but you know what? You're worth it. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to, I mean, there's the perspective of, you know, is it going to be regret or is it going to be the energy, time, resources to power through so that they're, you're living a life that you love as, while you create and co-create the life of your dreams? Right. Uh, yeah. I think like my hard pivot for the way that I thought that made it so that I can't think the way that I used to anymore is the day that I woke up and I started fearing regret more mm-hmm. than I feared anything else in the rest of my, like any other fear that I had, anything. Whenever that voice came back, like any little thing, like you're saying, like, oh, I don't have time for that. I don't have money for that. I don't have whatever it is that anything. Those are the two like, most common. Oh my gosh. I was like, I was like, what happens when I'm a hundred years old? I'm going to somehow live to be a hundred. I'm planning it. Probably. Right? And I, and I'm like, I didn't do that. What else is there to do now? What else is there to fear at that point? And, and that is really the, again, the flipping. It's not a matter of priorities, really. If you think about it, it's really a matter of changing your perspective and changing what you focus on. So, so let me like flip side to that. Okay. What is... Now bragging rights, these come in, okay? What's the best thing that you think you've ever come up with in this process? What's the best thing that you did do? Well, do it. <laughs> uh, but the best Doing thing it is, at all, is, right? is the, the people I've met. It's amazing. That's why when I think about all of that has happened since that time, I think, oh, wow. I mean, the only thing I could say is I, I just wish I would have done it faster and sooner. Um, and so it's, it's always, it's always the people because the people are what leads to the next. Yeah. And it just opens up perspectives and opportunities and doors that, you know, again, I didn't even know existed. So the, that's what I would encourage your people that are waking up is (laughs) if you look at it, okay, just, just think about the wizard of Oz, right? I mean, Dorothy went into Technicolor. I mean, it's, it's like that. It's like living a black and white life and yeah. going into Technicolor. And can you really describe to somebody what Technicolor is like if they've been living in black and white? <laughs> That's such a good that? analogy. Right? Have you used I'd, that one before? No, but I just thought of it. You better I was like, keep that. <laughs> you got to keep that. Just think about it. I mean, that's what it's like. And it, it's, it's not a matter of priorities. It's a matter of just change of perspective. Yeah. 
man, you're blowing me away with these. Um, so I like, obviously I'm going to link down in our show notes, your books. Yeah. And I'm probably, I, I should probably pick one up myself at this point because I've been listening to you. Maybe I should be checking that out. Right. Um, but what are like, other than your books, maybe, do you have any other books that you recommend to my listeners who are maybe, you know, after the chase or they're just starting to wake up and do their thing? Like, what are some books that you'd recommend for them? It can be your books too, but I'm going to put well, those in there for sure. They're, they're awesome. The, the real estate success and the commit to get leads are business oriented. And then flip time is actually a heroine's journey. It's a fable. It's a story, sort of like Wizard of Oz or it's a, a person, who, a woman who goes through these, these journeys. Hal Elrod's books, Miracle Morning, there's lots of them, different versions. The, the idea is, the, the beautiful thing about the Miracle Morning is you start your day right, and the rest of the day is just going to be much better. So again, some people have this time constraint. You can do the components of the Miracle Morning in six minutes. Everybody has six minutes, and particularly to impact the rest of your day in a positive way and life. And so I always, always recommend house books. Awesome. Is there one of them because there are a trillion that you love the most? Well, I, I like the one with, for entrepreneurs. I like yes, it. I would go okay. with the one that resonates with you because there's salespeople. In fact, I see Ryan is on here right now. Uh, Miracle Morning for salespeople. And <laughs> uh, obviously, entrepreneurs with Cameron Harold. He's been a guest on the podcast. There's the Miracle Morning, the traditional one with, with Hal Al Rob, but there's also one for families and recovery, people in recovering from addiction and Miracle Morning for Millionaires with David Osborne, who's he's awesome too. So I would just say, pick the one that resonates with your his real estate agents, Miracle Morning for real estate agents. That's um, Michael J. Mayer. Cool. Yeah, they're all like all, it's, it's awesome because it's like... Um... It's like the the book for dummies only like yeah. catered towards like starting your day right because like literally like you can know like you can I grabbed like a book on like how to like teach my cockatiel things with with those books when I was younger but now it's like how to do life only for the thing specific to you do to start it right in the morning now like it that's why they're awesome they're catered towards everything you want to do. Yeah, it's a great way to jump start your life. Absolutely. So, I would start there. All right. So Karen, where do some of my listeners, where do they find you at? So everything is the number five minute success. So podcast, website, Facebook group, Facebook page, Instagram, everything is the five minute success. And you can find Flip Time, Love Life and Commit to Get Leads through that as well. Very good. I will put those links in the show notes. You can go to wakingupfromwork.com slash show notes. And this is going to be episode 20 of that podcast where you can check out everything that's Karen is up to. And uh, I will, uh, I don't know, I'm not going to tell you which book I'm going to pick up, Karen, but I'm going to pick up one of these books and I'll let you know where, I'm, uh, where my head's at on it. Cool. Awesome. All right. Thank you for being on and, and joining me from Virginia and playing email tag with me um, while I've been moving and, and flipping my life upside down. <laughs> you in your own flip. So absolutely. This was a great conversation. I, I always love talking about how people can achieve a higher level of success and live the life they love. Right. Awesome. I'm going to end this up. All right, guys, that's a wrap of episode 20 of the Waking Up From Work podcast. Thank you for hanging out with me today. If you are not listening to these in order, then what I'm going to say to you is going to be confusing. But now that we've kind of like broadened out a little bit, like I've, I've networked a little bit and, and reached outward, the next episodes are going to kind of go inward a little bit because of how many changes have gone on in my life. I wanted to really get you guys who haven't met me to see some things that are even inner to me than I talk about, even though I'm usually pretty blunt and forward. So next couple episodes are actually going to host my wife, who curveball is going to vet school in Tennessee, which is why I bought my property down there. It's still an income property, but she's actually going to be the landlord of it and living down there. And uh, then we're going to keep it after. And uh Basically, you know, we're going to be living long distance because I've got to stay here in New England and provide for her and also lay down the framework for 
what I'm doing here in New England for audio, and uh, it's going to get wild. But uh, we're going to talk to her about that move and kind of what it looks like to go after what you want as a couple, some of the, the pros and cons that go down, and also talk about just what went into that decision and, and living with me. And then also I'm going to talk to my sister who just recently published her first book going into her senior year at college for dance. And it's about my brother who is her fraternal twin who has Down syndrome. And for those of you that know me, you know that that's an unreal big part of my life. I've got a tattoo on it. You can see on Instagram and uh, um, his, his mindset has really played such a huge role in the way that I look at things and the way that I look at them positively. So the next couple episodes are going to go super, super inward. Hope you're, you're pumped up about it. If you want to check out everything uh, for show notes and things we went over with Karen, check out wakingupfromwork.com. If you want to check out her podcast, look it up. It's on every single platform. Just look up 5-Minute Success Podcast. Her name's Karen Briscoe, and uh, I love it. So check it out, and, and, and you're going to like that too if you like this one, I think. But other than that, just want to say once again, really appreciate you guys. Hit me up at Dave Wake Up on Twitter or Instagram if you want to chat. Um, I'm going down to Tennessee, and I'm, I'm going to be gone for almost the whole month of June because I just left my sales job to go full-time into another job still, but this one I think is going to be sweet doing marketing and um, in, in, in process for a production company doing audio here in New Hampshire. So I'm, I'm friggin' excited about all this shit, guys. I hope you guys are loving what you're doing and, and going after it. So cheers. Let's get ready to hustle.